Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard, along with Scott Bradford, because Tracy's not here. But we have a super special guest. Cole Perry Dillard is in the studio today to answer your questions about anything to do with real estate, the market. I mean, he's the expert, right, Cole? Uh, maybe. So, so, so how's everything going with the real estate market, in your opinion, Cole Perry? Pretty good. I mean, I'm not homeless. <laughs> there you go. There's there's the answer. Um, Cole, do you realize your hair is sticking straight up? Uh, why did you have to say it on the radio? I don't know. I just looked over there, and your hair is sticking straight up in the air. Of course, we got <laughs> Scott. His hair can't stick straight up because there is none. Neither can yours, Dad. What? Nobody knows that. Uh, they kind of do. I think they've seen the advertising. This is my low maintenance hairdo. Yeah. Ah, yeah. lovely. You just how long, how long does it take to get your hair cut like that? It's the you ever seen those videos of when they run the recruits through Paris Island? Yes, that's about how long it takes. Yeah, and you do it yourself? Nah, the wife puts the old eight incher on there and goes at it. Just keeps going. That's it. Yeah, so it's kind of hard to mess it up. Yep. <laughs> but we're talking about real estate. We're talking about how the market is just booming right now. Scott's a real estate agent with our office, and we buy and sell houses. Any, in any kind of real estate, we're always looking for somebody that wants to sell their house quickly. If you want to get in touch with me, you can call me at 864-444-7650. We have a need for houses all the time because the market's so good that we're selling them as fast as we can buy them. Um, now's a great time to list your property and get it sold. If you call us and we can't um, buy the house at the price that's good for you, we'll refer you to a realtor. Because the realtor is the best way to sell a house fast for the most money, as long as it's you've got the time to wait. Sure. So, um, again, my phone number is 864-444-7650. One of the things that Scott does that he specializes in is seller financing. Cole, do you know what seller financing is? Uh, Come on, Cole. Mm, uh, right, let's think about it. Who's the seller? We are. The seller. And what's financing? Um, like money. Lending, lending money, yeah. Yeah, okay. So if the seller finances, then... Uh, the seller lends money to the buyer? The seller uh, lends money to the buyer. There you go. As a matter of fact, back in the good old days, before banks lent money on property, uh, the only way for you to buy a property, besides pay cash, would be to get a seller to finance. So if you've heard the expression... It went back to the bank. Have you ever heard that before, Scott? Absolutely. Yeah, well, it doesn't really go back to the bank, but that's a leftover expression from when the seller financed and the seller had to take the property back because the seller used to own the property, and now the seller's having to take the property back, so it went back to the seller, but we got that leftover back to the bank thing. But Scott specializes in seller finance, and we actually manage houses for people that need to get us to manage it to help them make more money. Because if they're a landlord and they're renting their house instead of seller financing their house, they're not making as much money as they could make. And there's a couple of reasons why. I mean, one of the reasons why is the demand. Right now, how many houses do we have on the market in our seller financing bundle of houses on FlexibleSeller.com? Just about none. Just about. Did you sell Habitat? I have not sold Habitat. That's my one... That's my one difficult one. But that's one of our houses. This is one of, one of mine and Tracy's houses. That's correct. 
but I'm on that one's. I'm making the payment on that one. <laughs> I make the house payment on that house, and it's sitting empty. Can't, yes, sir. I mean, it's been a lot. Has it been like two weeks, man? Come on. Maybe. I mean, and, but really, I'm making fun of Scott, but two weeks is a long time for a house that's available with seller financing to be empty, isn't it? Uh, what would you say the average is? A, a month, maybe? Yeah, I'm going to say a month. I mean, because some of them go in a day. That's right. Like, and then some of them go in maybe a couple of months. It takes a, long, a while to find the right buyer. So, what, what is it? What does the right buyer look like for one of our seller financed houses, whether we're managing it or whether it's one of the ones that me and Tracy own? What does the right buyer look like? No, that's a great question. Are they tall or are they skinny? <laughs> what, are they, what do they look like? They, they, are they ugly? Are they pretty? They what are, are they? they? They come are in they? all shapes and sizes, but the one characteristic that they almost all have is that they do not fit in the box created for them by the bank. What do you mean? fit in the box. So in other words, box, box, banks have these, you know, they have criteria that you must meet in order to get a loan from them. So for instance, I sell a lot of houses to folks that may work at BMW. They make $70,000, $80,000 a year. They got 20 grand in the bank, but they've previously went through a divorce or a bankruptcy or something in 2008 or a foreclosure or a short sale, you know, five years ago or three years ago. And so the bank won't loan them money, so they can't get a mortgage. But these folks, they're great payers. They have great jobs, and we enable them to be homeowners. So it's a win-win. Okay, so the person that's out there listening that owns a house, and they've got a tenant living in their house, what would you say to the person that has tenants? I would say that there's a better way. Can you expound on that a little bit? <laughs> we're, we're, we're trying to explain this to people. Cole, why is it a better way? Why is it a better way to sell or finance instead of instead of uh, just renting your house? Um, I guess you don't have to take care of it. You don't have to take care of it. Why? Because you're seller financing it. And, and the family living in the house, what do they do? They take care of their own house. They take care of their own house. Yeah, yeah. they're buying, right? They're yeah. buying it. What about, what's another benefit that you can think of? What do people that buy houses do when they first buy the house? Do they make a deposit or do they make a down payment? Down payment. There you go. So the person that's seller financing the house receives cash that they can spend, and, and it's a substantial amount of cash. And it's non-refundable. It's not like just a little renter's deposit that you get that you may or may not have to return back. Why would you have to put a? Why would you have to return a renter's deposit? Um. Because um, is there like taxes on that? I think. No, but yeah. the person that makes a deposit, if they leave the house neat and clean when they're supposed to, when their lease ends, you have to give them their money back. So if you're a landlord and you get a $1,000 deposit, for example, by law, you need to stick it in the bank and not touch it. As a matter of fact, if, it, if we're managing your property and we hold deposits, it, it stays in my trust account. And I'm not allowed to mess with it until the tenant moves. And then we inspect the property. And then we have to send them a letter of the list of things that they didn't do or tore up or whatever. And then we itemize it. And then we send them the money back minus some of the money. And, and there's something to be said, something that a lot of, if you're a landlord out there and you're listening to this program, there's something that most landlords don't think about. What is the mentality of, I call these folks tenant buyers that buy these properties. So I, there's our term, tenant buyers. What is the mentality of a tenant buyer? Is it the same mentality as a renter when he knows he's going to be moving out? Or is it the mentality of a buyer as far as how he's going to treat the property? 
And in our opinion, it is, look, when a guy puts three or four or $5,000 down, he doesn't want you dinging the wall now because that's his wall. But if he's just renting the property and somebody dings the wall, his mentality is, that, who cares? It's not my wall. Exactly. So if you're out there listening and you're wondering, why would I want to sell or finance my house instead of rent it? Well, there's a third reason. There's a third reason, and it's a big reason. It's big. Number three. Number three is you're paying triple, at least double, but probably triple property taxes because you're a landlord. Greenville is double. Spartanburg is triple. Okay, so instead of paying $800 a year in property taxes, you may be paying $2,000 a year in property taxes. And you know what you have to do? You pay that how many times, Cole? Two times or, I mean... Two times or three times? Uh, well, you know, it's triple. Three times? How, how often do you pay that, though? Every month? Every year? Oh. Forever. Forever. So when you think about it, you can save $1,000 a year for the rest of your landlording, quote, career. Wouldn't it make more sense for you to let your taxes be less? So if you're interested in learning more about how we manage property for only 50 bucks a month, we, pop, we charge 50 bucks a month to manage the seller finance houses. You can go to Flexible seller.com that's f-l-e-x-i-b-l-e flexible seller.com flexible like a bendy straw we're coming up on the first break of the show when we come back we're going to ask cole perry dillard more questions we're going to talk about how we buy houses and what type of house would we buy what does the house look like that we buy so if you're interested in getting in touch with me my phone number is 864-444-7650 that's 864 Seven six five zero. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to get in touch with me, my phone number is 864-444-7650. Or you can go to my website, jasondillard.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-D-I-L-L. ARD.com. Well, why would you want to go to that website? Well, we're always looking for investors that lend us money. You can click on the lenders, how it work, a lender tab, and you can look on, click on the lending opportunities tab. Right now, we're looking for $100,000. We're paying 8% on a property that's worth $160,000. So yeah. it's a pretty safe bet that you're going to make a good return on your money because your security as a house is worth substantially more. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, you pulling a Hillary? <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I have to. Uh, uh, uh. Well, let me just. Let me get a little sip of this coffee right here. N- now ah. is a great time for folks to do that. And why is that? Do you think the stock market's topping? Well, you know, I got to tell you, y- yes and no. There is really no historical precedent for a major bear market when you're at zero percent interest rate. But just because there's no historical precedent for that, it does not mean that you're going to get a good return there now. Because, yes, I think we're topping now. How long can we top out? A long time is the answer. Okay, so when you top out for a short time, you're near the top. But if you top out for a long time, you might not be near the top. It's hard to say, but here's the thing. Clearly, the run has been so massive that you cannot expect... I don't think any reasonable per- person can expect a great return going forward from here at these levels. Okay. So think about what you just said. An 8% return backed by real estate, and you're about, what, 65 70% LTV? What's LTV? Loan to value. Okay, so if something terrible happens and the stock market goes down, you could lose a lot of money. 
if something terrible happens and the house won't sell or me or Tracy get dead, you get ownership of a house that's worth 160 that you paid 100 grand for. Absolutely. And so the the bad the bad news is good when you're a lender on real estate at sure. a low LTV. Sure. Now it's a hassle. And we don't we, we don't want people to have to take the houses from us because we're we make a living by buying and selling houses. So that spread, that protection for your money, the the cash that's that you put in, the 100,000 you put in against the asset that's worth 160, well that protects your money. That's the safety net that helps you from losing. Well, that's also our opportunity to make a profit. Cole, do you realize that I'm a, we, we are a for-profit organization? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have to pay for your Yoo-Hoo and your, <laughs> and your honey bun on the way to the program this morning, for example. Okay. I, have to make a, I have to make some money, right? Yeah, you're costly, yeah. man. You're costly. Yeah. I mean, I there's, there's, you know, money ain't everything. That's all right. He's going to pay you back, Jason. I know. He's going to take care of you. Yeah, uh... he's going to get me when he's older. <laughs> yeah, money ain't everything, but it's right up there with air, right? I if you always, don't have it, it's hard to live. I always oh. chuckle when I watch It's a Wonderful Life, which is one of my favorite movies. I love that scene where, you know, Clarence the Angel is sitting there talking to uh, Jimmy Stewart. And Jimmy Stewart, you know, he just tried to commit suicide or he's talking about suicide and he's all, you know, disturbed. And Clarence is like, hey, man, what can I do for you? You know, Jimmy Stewart's all upset because he lost the $8,000 or his bank helper lost the $8,000. Hey, what can I do for you? And Jimmy Stewart says, well, you got $8,000? <laughs> and the angel Clarence says, uh, oh, no, we don't use money in heaven. And he says, well, it comes in pretty handy down here. <laughs> it comes in pretty handy down here. Yeah, it's going to be cool when we don't need money when we get to heaven. That right? is going to yeah. be great. That's going to be awesome. But look forward to it. Um, anyway, before the break, we promised we would talk about what a house looks like that we buy. And Cole Perry Dillard has created some descriptions of houses that we purchase. And he, he, he calls it the banged method or something. What do you call it, Cole? The banged method, yeah. Banged, banged theory or banged method. So explain to the listening audience, Cole, what a house looks like. What, what kind of house would we buy? Okay. Well, you see, if we get a little banged house, that is not what we want to buy. We want to buy, and I'm just going to tell you what we don't want to buy. Well, uh, we would uh, a little banqueted house has dirt, like little cracks, maybe a couple scratches, maybe um, very, 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 very little termite action. Very little termite action. Very little. That's a that's a little banqueded. Yeah. Okay, what's next? Very banqueded would be when you know there's just like saplings in the gutters, and we like saplings in the gutters. Yeah, we love saplings in the gutters. It always messes up the gutters, and then there's like a. Uh, Maybe there, was a call, maybe there was a pet in there, a little termite action, <laughs> and uh, maybe there's a cat with scratches on the walls. Maybe he did his business in there. <laughs> and then there's a, a couple of rodents that the cat was too lazy to get. <laughs> <laughs> a lazy cat doing his business. Okay, that's that's very... Now, what's super-de-duper ultra-mega-banged? It's like the entire wall's falling off, or like when a roof is caught... Fall- Hold off. You know what? I, well, you know what I, you call a house without a roof, right? Here we go. A Convertible. Big, no, a big leak. <laughs> yeah, a big leak. That yeah, reminds me of the joke leak. you told me. What was the joke you told us before the show? Uh oh yeah. You know you know what a tur- you call a turtle without a shell? No. What do you call a turtle without a shell? Homeless. Yeah, homeless. So anyway, that's the kind of houses we buy. 
We buy we like to buy. Now we'll buy pretty houses too. Party. So we'll buy banged super, and super banged. We'll buy banged very. We'll buy all of them. We'll buy them all. But yeah, most of the time that we, that somebody needs to sell a house, it's, it's super banged. Or banged it's or. probably a situation is, and I call them the, the two P's. Remember what the two P's are? Either either having a property problem, or, or they're person or a people, people problem. People okay, problem. the property problem is the one that Cole knows because. Somebody has a house and they can't afford to fix it up. Maybe it's leaking. Maybe it's got termites. Meth. You're a landlord and you find out that you have a meth lab. Um, <laughs> just problems with the property. Foundation issues. Well, we buy those. We don't mind buying those because we'll fix it up and sell it. We'll just spend the money to get it remodeled and sold or get it remodeled and leased uh, to own seller finance because we don't rent houses. We've talked about that already. But the other thing is people have personal problems. And most of the time, when it's a personal problems, it's one of the. Remember, we have the four D's too. We have the two P's and the four D's. Yeah. Remember what the four D's are? Uh, divorce, um, death, and debt. Debt. And then disrepair was the fourth one. Well, disrepair is is a property problem. Sure. But if you're if you've had a death in your family and you've got some a house in an estate and you're fighting with your siblings over what to do with it, well, that's a de death happens. It's one out of one, right, Cole? Yeah. One out of one of them is going to die. Yeah. You know, it's, there's no opportunity for not dying. So you, there's, everybody's going to have an issue when they pass with their estate. And we're, we can jump in and buy the house that, nobody, that grandma didn't remodel for the last 47 years and get some cash back in the estate and settle the estate and make the siblings and, the, and all the family happy. So that's one of the things we do. Another thing is um, debt. What if you have a house and you have a house payment and you can't afford to make your payment? It's a gorgeous house. It's a pretty house. Pardon. But you can't afford to make your payment because you lost your job. Should you call 444-7650? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because we've been known to make house payments for people until we can get the house sold. And people say, well, how do you do that? Well, uh, we write a check and we mail it to the bank because <laughs> we want the bank not to take the house. We want to have the time it takes to get the house sold. Okay. I so mean, really, when you look at every situation out there that people are facing, you know, we're not a, yes, we are a, a licensed brokerage, right? But we're not a traditional brokerage, even though we can do a lot. We can do traditional real estate just like everybody else does. But we really do bring a lot of tools to the table that some of the traditional brokers just, they just don't have in their arsenal. Right. Now, if you need to sell your house and it doesn't, need any work and you got plenty of time and it's a pretty house and it's in the right place, the smartest thing to do is list it, list it high, list it higher than you think right now. Sure. And then you can probably get the house sold and not have to go through a wholesaler like we are. And bring that one to us too. Yeah, we'll, we'll list and sell those too because we can earn a commission. Sure. But the other one was, what was the other one? Well, divorce. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How many, the half yeah. of all the marriages now are ending in divorce. And two incomes can afford the house, but one income can't. So what do you have? What do you do? What if you just bought the house and you got ninety-seven percent financing, and you they're very close? You, there's no equity. That's a problem. That's where they need to bring that to us. And the way that we move a lot of those houses is that is the that is one of the perfect scenarios that work for our, our seller finance program. Okay, so if you're interested in that, you can call me at eight six four 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 seventy six fifty, or you can go to the website flexibleseller.com. So explain that, Scott. I own a house. I just bought it. It's worth 150. I owe 148. Sure. The problem is that you can't retail out of that because by the time you pay commissions, closing costs, attorneys' fees, you would have to bring money to the table. And yeah. most of these people that are that tight, they're not bringing money. To and the I don't table. have any money. 
uh, and you don't have uh, any money. I'm, I'm, I don't have the eight grand. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what's going to happen is because we're offering terms to that tenant buyer, I call them, that new seller that we're going to finance to, because we offer terms, you've offered them a huge benefit. And in exchange for that benefit, you get a premium for selling the property. So I can probably sell that house for 160 or 165 And so there's a spread there that we've created and we enable people to buy that house without jumping through all the hurdles that okay, the banks so, require. So you're, you're telling me that you can, quote, sell the house for more than it's going to appraise for. Yes. Okay. So now, somebody out there that wants to get a premium for their house, but they're willing to wait because they're going to have to wait to get that premium because they're going to have to finance the house for a for a while that's for right. the now that's, family that's that's going to that needs the finance. Now that's going to raise a question. So if you're out there and you're listening to this, somebody's going to ask the question, "Well, wait a second. What if they go to cash out and the house doesn't appraise?" Which is, a, which is a fair question. The answer to that is most of the time that's not going to happen because we're on seller finance terms. What's usually going to happen is somebody's going to live there three to five years and life is going to happen and they're going to move back out. But if they did stay there for three or four years, you're going to catch a little bit of appreciation and at least you may be able to cash out for enough to cover okay, what so the loan amount was. We, we seller financed it for real, really a little bit more than it would appraise for. That's right. And then they win the lottery or whatever and they decide to cash out. And the appraisal comes in at the highest they can get it, but it's not quite as high as we sold it for. Right. You still sold your house for the most you could ever get for it. That's correct. And you probably so, got enough to get out of it. So if you're interested in our seller finance program, go to FlexibleSeller.com. That's flexible, like a bendy straw.com. Maybe you're a buyer. Maybe you are the person that doesn't fit in the bank's box and you're looking for a place to live, like on Habitat Way in Spartanburg. <laughs> Because that house has been on the market for two weeks. Give me a break. Come on, man. I'm Sell slack, my house. Man. I'm making a payment on this thing. I'm See that? That's, that's one reason you want to hire us to manage your property because we treat your property like it's ours and it hurts my feelings that the vacant house is sitting there. So go to FlexibleSeller.com. Coming up on the um, break right now. Now will be a good time to think about it's always a good selling time a think. house. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about how we can uh, borrow your money. Because we borrow money. We borrow money even out of retirement accounts. If you've got a retirement account and you want to make a good, safe return, hang on because we want to talk about that when we return. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to get in touch with me, you can call me at 864-444-7650. I'm a real estate broker here in the upstate. But I don't put people in my pickup truck and drive them around and show them houses. I'm in the buyer or the seller. I'm the principal in the transactions that I'm involved in. I am looking to buy houses or property, land, buildings all the time. If you know somebody that needs to sell or wants to sell something, give me an opportunity to make them an offer. Again, that phone number is 864 7650. If you just tuned in, we've got Scott Bradford here. He's an agent in our office. And we've got Cole Perry Dillard. He's the real expert. He's been explaining to us about turtles and so forth. Uh, turtles. Mm, turtles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Before the break, we promised we would talk about how like you can actually invest money in real estate out of your retirement accounts. And we talk about this all the time, but we're always having new listeners, so we always want to go through it. Basically, everybody 
knows that they can open up a retirement account, an IRA, a SEP, a simple um, HSA, and they can invest in the stock market type investing, annuities, stocks, bonds, trade, options. You can do, do a lot of things with it. But most people don't realize that you can actually move that account to a self-directed types custodian. That's a company that's set up to do real estate type investing. And you can lend the money. You can buy, the, buy houses. You can buy businesses. Um, you can Google self-directed retirement accounts. And you can see that there are tons of different companies out there like American IRA and Pensco and Entrust and Equity Trust. They've been doing this for years and years and years, and it's perfectly um, compliant with the IRS. For example, for really the reason that you want to make sure that you have a good company that's handling your IRA is so that you stay compliant with the IRS. Cole, do you know what compliant means? Uh, maybe. Well, you should be compliant with what I tell you to do <laughs> since I'm your dad. Oh. So you have to do what you. When you comply... You need to be in compliance, son. Yeah. You can, <laughs> when I ask you to do something and you comply, you did it. Well, when oh. the IRS tells you this is what you can, can't do and this is what you can do, it's a good idea to comply because you want to make sure that your IRA stays safe from the tax. I mean, the benefit of the IRA is you're either going to get a tax-deferred status or you're going to actually get a tax-free status depending on the type of account and you want to stay compliant. But if you take that IRA and you lend it, like for example, on a house that's worth 160 and you lend 100 and make 8%, you don't have to take the money out of the IRA to lend it. The money stays in the IRA. Okay? Make sure you understand. It's hard to realize that. You have sure, the fear that people have, like, man, I'm going to get taxed the second I move it out of that. No, you're just transferring custodians. It's not. You're rolling to a different custodian. Right. Custodian. Right. Custodian. When you think about it, your IRA is a separate entity from you. Okay, there's me and there's my IRA. I am not my IRA. I am Jason. Okay, I'm Jason and then there's Jason's IRA. Well, I can tell Jason's IRA to go out and lend money. And the money that Jason's IRA lends can get a mortgage, which is what we always do. And there can be a first mortgage against a house that's worth 160 and Jason's IRA can lend a hundred. So if you're it's listening beautiful. and you're going, well, I didn't know I could do that. Well, now you know. It's beautiful. Now you know. Now you know. And now see, it's a way for you to safely make a good return on your money. And again, we're always looking for for people that want to invest their cash or their cash in their retirement accounts. And as a matter of fact, if you want to make an appointment with me to come in and sit down in my office and talk about it, most of the time when we borrow money from people. It's not like a, it's kind of like dating, you know, sure. you, don't, you don't kiss on the first day. You don't even hold hands. Most of the investors that want to lend us money, they call us at 444-7650 and they come in and they sit down in our office and we hang out and we talk and I ask questions and I write things down. I mean, they feel like they're at like a psychiatrist's or a doctor's office because I'm asking questions and I'm writing things down because I want to find out what their goals are or what do they want to do. I'm not really a financial advisor, but in the same way, I don't want to take their money and give them a five-year mortgage, which we do a lot of times. We'll do a 
Sometimes we'll borrow money from an IRA and do a five-year deal. Sure. And they're going to need the money back in a year because that's when they're going to take the money out and pay for a grand, their grandson's college or something. So I'm asking a lot of questions to find out what their goals are. And then I explain to them what they can do. And then they leave. And then they come back again. Now, of course, what's the most important thing about dating? Cole? I mean, you're not old enough to date, but I mean to teach you what the most important thing about dating is? Uh, maybe. Book a meeting from a meeting. Okay? That's the most important thing about dating. So if you go out on a date and you and you take your girl back to her house and, you, and you're dropping her off and you enjoyed it, you just say, bye. You don't just say bye. You say, I enjoyed it. How would you like to go out again sometime? Okay, you, you know, I'm, a, I'm available on Friday. How would you like to go out again? Well, you book a meeting from a meeting because it, it was something that you want to do again. Well, that's the same thing we do with our lenders, our potential lenders. We book a meeting from a meeting. We want to get them back in the office again and get to know them a little more and let them go see some houses maybe. And after they do one, now, then they're hungry. <coughs> I'm pulling a Hillary again over here. Huh? Dry, it's dry in here. Then they're like, let me do another one and another one. Eventually, they get to the point where they're just throwing the money down. Yeah, like, eventually, they trust you. Yeah, you build I mean, a trust factor. That's the deal. You want to make sure that they trust you. You want to make sure that their money is secure, their money is safe. And, and it's important that people understand they're never bringing a check to you. Even from their IRA, they're never, the custodians never write the check I, you. To know you. what? I had, a, I had a guy bring a check to me yesterday. Yeah. Made out to the attorney. <laughs> there you go. Because he, he didn't know where the attorney's office was, and, I, and it was the first time we've used this attorney. Right. And he's like, I, I, I could tell by the look on his face that he didn't know where that was. I'll just bring it to me. I'll, I'll drop off the check for you. So, yeah, we had, a, we had an IRA lender come in the office yesterday. He brought us some money on one of these $100,000 houses that's worth one hundred and sixty, And he's also doing a loan out of his IRA. So we did helped him do the paperwork to request the money from his IRA to go to the attorney. And then he handed me a check out of his pocket. So he did a loan out of his pocket separate. Now, not you know sure. separate loan, two different houses. And I delivered the check. But he still didn't write it to you. He still didn't write it to me because the money, the, the money goes to the attorney because... We want the attorney to do the transaction. And, and we're an attorney state with it, in, in real estate in South Carolina. Sure. But we want the first mortgage to get recorded. We want the um, title insurance to be up to date and a title insurance policy be issued to the lender. Do you know what a title insurance policy is, Cole Perry Dillard? Uh, no. You know what insurance is? Yes. What's insurance? It's when they're... It's when, like, a good neighbor stays promised. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, there's the song. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, that was free advertisement. What's yeah. insurance do? Okay, um, you pay insurance, and then it saves your money to pay, and it gives you a little bit of extra money to pay for um, other, th other things, like, um, say, you're in a car wreck, and then you have to pay for the medical bill and a new car, and they help you pay for that. There you go. So you, you pay insurance in case something happens that's negative, and the insurance company covers that bad thing happening. Well, bad things can happen with, with the real estate titles. Like you could actually get an ownership of a house and then find out later that the attorney three closings ago messed up. And then there could be a claim against that title. And 
if you buy a title insurance for the lender, which is the person lending us money, the IRA or the person, if that something like that ever comes up, then the title insurance company just pays the claim and fixes it for you. So you always get title insurance when we borrow money. You always get, we always get a hazard insurance policy. You know, you know what hazard insurance is? Uh, it's when, when like a natural disaster or... When a meteor falls out of the sky and hits your house. Oh, okay. I don't know if it covers meteors. Depends on the hazard. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. cover flood generally, so maybe no, meteors aren't in there. But that. if yeah. it's in a flood zone, we would be buying flood insurance, but we don't normally don't buy houses in flood, zone. flood, flood, flood zones. But this hazard is covers... Burglary, you know, burglary, bur- bur- burglary, a burger, a, a bur- uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, a burger, a burger comes into your house burglar. and then um, it attracts a ton of rodents. Yeah, it covers fire insurance. Fire insurance. Yeah, it covers the fires. Like so, if you get fi- like if the house gets fired from being not lost. meteors. Um, yeah, if the house gets fired from not doing a good job, it covers that. <laughs> is that what you just said? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the, so the lender is protected. The lender has a first mortgage, and we the. The attorney makes sure that they're really a first mortgage and there's not another lien. They get the first lien position. They get the fire insurance. They get the title insurance. And they get a note. So the note is what we prom- is a promise to pay. And it has the terms of how we're going to pay them back, which is normally 8% on the houses that we're um, doing right now. So if you're interested in lending hundred grand on a house worth one hundred and sixty and making an 8% return, you can give me a call at 864-444-444. 7650. I'll be glad to meet you in my office and sit down and explain to you how all this works. Or you can go to jasondillard.com. That's J A S O N D I L L A R D.com and check out the lending opportunities on there. We're about to update the website yet again. So if you if you go there soon, we're going to have more information about how we borrow money and the different properties that you can lend on. So go to jasondillard.com and save it. Save it as a favorite. And go back to that lending opportunity tab from time to time. That's jasondillard.com, J-A-S-O-N-D-I-L-L-A-R-D.com. Or call me at 864-444-7650. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to sell a house fast, you can give me a call at 864-444-7650. We buy houses that are banged it. We've got Cole Perry Dillard here this morning explaining to us what banged it is. We're talking about houses that have foundation problems. we got houses that have uh, roofs that may not be roofs anymore. They're Convertible roofs. They're just leaks. Well, you know, they only leak when it rains. Yeah. Yeah. You That's know, not, my favorite house, that my favorite, favoriteest house we've ever bought it had two leaks. It leaked when it rained, and it leaked all the time. Oh, wow. Okay, so the one that leaked when it rained was the roof leak, and then we walked in the house. I could hear some water running, and it was the um, like the toilet supply line had broken, and it was just running. And the seller hadn't been back to his house in a year. So he, <laughs> so he well, and I are there, and I don't, we didn't know how long that that toilet water line was leaking. But when we, we, it squished when we walked, when we got about halfway into the house. That was the, that was the one over there next to Frankie's Fun Park that you, that you sold, Scott. Yep. And, but the reason I liked it is because, well, the seller realized it's going to cost a lot of money to fix this, this issue with the leak in the floor and the warped wood and everything. And it's going to cost a lot for the um, roofs and everything. So he was willing to sell it at a good price. And um, I think, 
you know, people always ask me the situation. What made the seller sell? I think what happened is he went through a divorce, and then he had his house, but then he got married years later, and his wife, his new wife had a home, and they moved into that home, no, and he still had his old home. Sure. Well, the old home was the old wife's house, so he just never went back over there, and his wife didn't want him to go back over there anyway, so he just kind of still owned it and just didn't go back over there for like six or seven years. People problem plus disrepair problem. Yeah, so... If you know about a house that looks like that, or if you know somebody that's going through a divorce or been in big time debt, or you know, if you've got you inherited a property and you want to sell it quickly, give me an opportunity to buy that house from you. Again, my phone number is 864-444-7650. We've been talking about how you can lend money on real estate, even out of your retirement accounts. We need a hundred grand right now on houses that we're building. These are new houses that are worth one sixty. Um, and we're paying 8%. So if you want to make 8% on your money, 8%, what is 8% of a hundred grand, Cole Perry, in a year? Um, eight grand. Eight grand. So how, how much is that in six months? Uh, 40 grand. Four grand. Four. Not 40. Mm. Hello. Eight oh. grand in a year, four grand in, you know, and oh, if you've yeah. got money in a CD right now. Oh, you're killing it, man. If you're in a CD, you're crushing it. You probably could make a grand in a year. Yeah, you can make a grand in a year on your hundred grand. Yeah, and if you're making eight percent lending money to us, you make a grand in about the first forty-five days. You work real hard. You save up a million dollars in retirement. You put it in a CD and you make ten thousand dollars a year. It's great, isn't it? Or you can make eighty grand a year. Absolutely, it's a no-brainer. So if you're out there listening, you're going, "Well, how does all that work?" Give me an opportunity to explain that to you. Give me a call at eight six four 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 four. Seven six five zero. Now, if you have more than hundred grand, we'll take that too. We're looking for um, investors that have bigger numbers. We're willing to pay a little bit better return, and we're buying bigger properties. We're buying land and developing subdivisions. We're buying commercial buildings and maybe commercial building that's kind of ugly that and needs to be fixed up. Because you can, you know, you realize you can buy and sell houses and make a profit, and you can buy and sell commercial buildings and make a profit. You know, people do that too, right, Cole? Uh, not until... Yeah, I already knew about the houses, but I didn't know didn't about know, the commercial. You didn't know about the buildings. As a matter of fact, I met a guy this week that... Um, and this is kind of a learning experience. You know, I just came back from the marketing session in Vermont. And there was one of the guys up there that had bought this building at a, a bank sale. And the bank had foreclosed and taken it back for like $1.5 was their loan amount. And he bought the building for three hundred, so he was going to fix the building up and then release it and then sell it. Well, when they got in the building and the um, it was a recycling company that had lost the lost it, and they started cleaning the building out. And there was the glass that's on your screens of your phones and your screens of your computer monitors, and they were just stockpiling them because it's really expensive to dispose of this correctly. Oh. Okay. okay, so they're stockpiling this. So there's like millions of pounds of... Was it new? No. Oh, oh, it was old. Yeah, so they're take, they take the monitor, they recycle the plastic part. Oh, I part, gotcha. They take out the, the copper and they recycle that, but then the glass part is expensive, so they're just, they crush it and put it in boxes and they stack it up in the warehouse 18 you know, feet up and they just stockpile it. Yep. Guess how much it costs to oh my. remove that correctly? No telling. 600 grand. 
That's so, just incredible. That's so, just incredible. So you, you, you realize that it's risky to buy and sell real estate. It's risky to buy and sell houses. It's risky to buy and sell commercial buildings. Commercial buildings. But if you're the lender and you're letting somebody that's done it, I, I bet we flipped a couple of hundred houses. If you're letting somebody that's done it a couple hundred times be the guy that's out there in front of you doing the work and all you're doing is making the return, well, we've already messed up and bought a house that didn't have a water meter. <laughs> You know, I've already messed up and bought a house that, that had a foundation issue that I didn't notice. You do enough deals, you're going to hit one. I've already, you sure. know, done the things that that don't make sense. And I was still able to move through it and get my lender paid back. Because you realize every once in a while we mess up and the sure. lender still gets his return. Or fallible. Or her return. And, but the good news is we do enough of them. You know, if we're, we're doing... 20 transactions at any point in time, if one of them doesn't go very well, well, the other 19 can cover for it. It's kind of like the Tracy uses the the McDonald's scenario. What does McDonald's do if they put mayonnaise on my burger? They just get a new one. What do they do with the old one? Probably just save it for someone else. No, no. not if it comes across the counter. If it has, I don't like mayonnaise. They just throw it away. I oh. like mustard. Oh, the mayonnaise. That's how you keep your boyish figure by not eating mayonnaise. Yeah. That's oh, how it, the mayonnaise. So it comes with mayonnaise, and I hand it back to them, and they have to make me one with mustard. They throw it in the trash. Well, you know what happens after they throw that in the trash, don't you? What? Well, the, the manager of the store goes, we lost money. We're closing. <laughs> he calls all the employees in, lets them all go, gives them their walking papers, quits paying their rent, quits ordering food from McDonald's, franchisees disappointed, and they just close the doors because of that one hamburger that they lost money on. Is that what they do? No. No, no, no. We just keep moving forward. So we're doing enough volume that if we do make a mistake, well, you're still going to get your money back because you're lending against the real estate. And even if something weird happens with the real estate, I'm trying to think of the weirdest thing that's ever happened. Never bought a house with a sinkhole. You've heard of Indian burial, dead burial grounds or something (laughs) that's in the backyard. I mean, sure. Um, never had anything that's really terrible. I've had bad, we, we have bad had, foundation issues. We've had one house, well, the one that on Old Mill that was your your um, customer's house or client's house had, was in a flood zone. Yeah, and then they changed the flood map, and it was really in a flood zone. Yeah, we sold it though, and ended up you ended up selling it. Sure. So, I mean, that's not cool. I don't think that's I don't I don't think that's fair, little Bill. They shouldn't change the flood zone map on us. <laughs> yeah, know, eventually but, but, we're just going to have like... But well, it's a good thing because it, it helps the buyer know but, but that why they need they, flood insurance. But why do they change the flood map? Because the floodplain has changed. How does the floodplain change? Because There's more development in that area that's moving more water into the area. So as they build new houses and put in new subdivisions, the flood map changes. It's, it shouldn't change much because we're building retention ponds that keeps the flooding right. very minimal. But yeah, you're right. So you buy the house down in Malden, and it's barely in the floodplain. It's like it's like the edge of the house is barely touching it. I yeah. think. Remember we did the sure survey, and it was the like the, it yeah. was like the steps. I think yeah, it was yeah. just the side steps. That was it. And then the flood map changed, and it's basically in, the in side the flood- of the house. <laughs> the whole side of the house is in the flood zone. Sure. So then we didn't buy flood insurance when we bought the house because we proved that we weren't really in the floodplain, but then the buyers, your buyers, had to buy flood insurance, right? Yes, it added 
a thousand. It, it added a, it added twelve hundred dollars a year to their payment. So in other words, a hundred dollars a month. And so the house is worth. But with rates this low, they did okay. They're all right. So so they still made money. Sure. Okay. I mean, so the seller you, made money, and it's not too bad for the buyer because the rates are low. You know, they'll be all right. And. But, but that brings up another point. What would you do if you got stuck and you couldn't sell that house? That's a great owner finance house. Sure. That's a great... You buy the flood insurance in case something happens and you get the 10000 down and the 1200 a month. There you go. Somebody will somebody will buy it, a tenant well, buyer. Which will. reminds me of the other house we have in Malden. You know, we have another house in Malden that has a foundation problem that we own. The one we are just talking about was a house that we bought and sold. And then um, Scott helped the flipper guy we sold it to get it sold. But the house that I own has a foundation problem. And we looked at what it was going to cost to fix it. And it was like a monkey pin on a cash register, Cole. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It ran into money. I mean, it was a lot of money. It was going to cost like 50 grand to get started fixing this property. And I'm thinking to myself, self, because that's what I call myself when I'm talking to myself. I'm thinking, self, I can spend 50 grand and fix it. Or I can spend nothing and just keep letting it settle into the ground. <clears throat> And seller finance it and disclose all up and down that it's got a foundation problem every time we seller finance it. And that's what we've done. And that's a better solution for me and than by the fixing way, it right now. And I don't think it's going to fall all the way into the ground, but it, it is settling. It is It does have an issue. And I met that guy again this week that bought it mm -hmm. under owner finance terms. Yeah. You will not believe what he's done to that house. He, he, said, he said he's going to totally fix it. How, he's dug trenches all around it and stopped the water going under the house, and all he's just going to town. Okay, so a house that I own. He's that, putting all kinds of money into that it. That he's got the right to buy with a, with terms. That's right. He's spending his money on my house to fix my foundation. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, huh. man. And I got ten grand down out of that guy. That's amazing. That is amazing. So if you're interested in letting us manage your properties for only 50 bucks a month, getting big down payments and letting somebody else fix the rental properties instead of you fixing them, go to FlexibleSeller.com, click on the How It Works tab, and it explains how it works when you're buying, which will kind of explain how it works if you're one of our clients. Again, that's FlexibleSeller.com. If you're interested in lending us money, maybe you've got some cash and you realize the market's near the top or we think it's near the top and you're just tired of it going up and down and up and down and you're unsure about the future, let us pay you a fixed return. It's fixed. 8% on your money on 100000 on a house worth one We'll be glad to meet with you and explain to you how all that works. Again, go to jasondillard.com. Click on the lending and lending opportunities tab for that. Or you can just call me. My phone number is 864-444-7650. That's 864-444-7650. Scott, I appreciate you being here. Cole Perry. You did good, man. You're, you're a good radio guy. And just remember, yes. the biggest Thank reason you. for failure isn't lack of knowledge or ability. It's in action. If you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every single time.